You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, hey, uh, before we go into our normal fun and antics, uh, sometimes we have to stop and take a minute to talk about something serious. Um, I, I can speak for the entire Axe to Grind podcast, but also for myself. Uh, the folks in Year of the Knife have been very supportive of this podcast. I know a couple of them uh, a little bit, not a lot. I don't want to overstate my relationships, but um, regardless of if you know them or not, the situation they find themselves in is is really uh, sad and serious. Um, they were involved in a at an accident um, in their van as they were going from Colorado to Salt Lake. <clears throat> from everything that's out there, really serious. Uh, several members of the band were injured really seriously. Um, so, uh, you know, before I let Pat and Tom also talk about this, um, hearts go out to them, their family, their friends. Uh, one of the best ways you can support right now is to find their GoFundMe link. We'll throw it in our bio. We'll throw it out the links. Uh, we already have, but we'll be doing it again. Um, this is a band of hardcore, metalcore, etc., straight edge folks from Delaware. Been a big part of the Delaware scene and Philly scene for a while now. And um, just seeing this happen to anybody's terrible, but knowing it happened to these people uh, really brings it close to home. So uh, we encourage you to go find their GoFundMe, support them, uh, throw them a couple bucks if you can. Um, yeah, everything counts. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, we're recording this a little bit in advance, so this is still pretty new. So hopefully yeah. when this gets released on Tuesday, we have a lot of great news that's been being being shared. Um, so I just wanted to, like, you know, if there's anything that happens in the interim that is positive, we'd like, yeah, you thank, know. Thank you, yes. <laughs> we want to make sure that's no, you know, like we're we're not uh, that, you know, we get, we're, we're not talking we'll about been this yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. Right, and it's not 5.50 and we're not recording this right before it gets out. Um but I think, you know, you see that and, and we, we've all toured, um, you know, in, in various states and all that sort of stuff. And it's like you, you don't really think about it that like we were all, you know, we're all two seconds from this have happened, like happened to us. So it's so scary to kind of it's something that you can completely empathize with and you can imagine it happening to yourselves because we've all been, you know, in a van somewhere on I-80 or whatever and just really kind of, you know, we the bands that are out there are really going for it and, and really kind of are putting themselves at risk, you know, just by, you know, being out there with these tractor trailers and stuff like that. So, um, my heart goes out to, to all the folks in year of the knife, their families. It's, it's a brutal thing. Um, and you know, all love and our thoughts go out to them and, and hopefully, you know, they make a quick recovery and, and like, like Bob said, go to the GoFundMe. They're going to be out of work for a while. They're not going to be touring for a while. Um, and you know, I know that van was a big part of like their like personal transportation. Never mind van tra- like band transportation. So they definitely need some help to get back. You know, get back to their normal lives. So you know, if you got a couple of bucks, you know, share it with with Year of the Knife and thought. You know, our thoughts and our our love go out to them. Yeah, it it uh, if you're not a person that if it's not for you. Uh, touring and and uh, if you kind of don't see it as an important part of of uh, subculture music, whether that's hardcore or whatever, if that's just not important to you, maybe you're a dickhead and you're sitting around thinking, 
you know, this is a risk that these people take on and blah, blah. But uh, the reality is, is it's like, you got to look at it as an occupational hazard of, of some type. And, and, uh, if, if a machine falls on, on your dad, when he's working at the fucking foundry, uh, it's a, it's still a tragedy. You know I mean? He was at work, but it's, it's still a tragedy. This, this is, this is one of those, uh, really uh it's something that everybody that's in a van for any long amount of time uh it crosses their mind and it, it's something that we all know can happen but uh it it doesn't make it doesn't make it okay so uh throw some money at them if you've got it and uh keep them in your thoughts if you don't got it uh because it's it, it i mean it's a hazardous and this goes for truck drivers too this goes for anybody on the road it's just hazardous out there so and you know uh when when dad gets in the accident at the foundry, uh, the coworkers pass the hat around to make sure the bills. That's get exactly paid. right. Let's do the same. Yeah, there's no there's there's no union for us out here. Everybody just ju- uh, we do what we can for each other. Young offenders must expect a short shot. Welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I am Tom. And gentlemen, we're going to talk about, I'm excited, because as much as I want to, mm. I, I, we need to go back to uh, uh, 80s. It's Patty morning. Yeah, yeah, yep. it is. I'm, it is morning here. You I can mean, tell. Uh, I've energized. Been up since five, took the dog yes. for a walk, had pumpkin soup for breakfast. Mm. And Ignoring all text messages. We thought you were dead. <laughs> responded to a bunch of emails that I've been behind on, uh, you know, living my best life. But listen, Hell yeah. this is going to be a good episode because as much as I personally would like to get to 80s Mosh Madness, mm. uh, it has occurred to me that uh, we have to stay on the pulse of shit. Uh, we got to talk about new shit coming out. Uh, yeah, I feel like we do, but we don't. Div- we do it. We do it like as it comes up in episodes. Today, you know, but I'm saying, like that's what in, we in, do. In, that's been our built-in. That's how we've done this pot. Like that's right. That's our. But, that's our fucking thing. But today, it's Doing nothing live. but new. It's Let's nothing go. but new. Let's get <laughs> so it. Let's get I'm it. excited. Let's get it. So so let's do let's do uh, some ad reads first, and then we'll get to it. Boom boom boom! Thank you to our sponsors. Run for cover records. Hell fucking yeah, B. To live a lie. The top G. Close casket activities. Incomparable G. Convulse records. Uh, that's what it is. Yo, Number so, one the hood, G. <laughs> let's kick it right to Convulse Records. I'm going to tell you go to convulserecords.com. Do you are now. going to. Hey, you know what you're going to do? You're going to listen to a new song. From the band Alienator, songs called "World of Hate." This is a uh, a little band that I think you're gonna like. So go ahead and check that out right now. Mm-hmm. Good name.
This track that you just heard, World of Hate from the World of Hate EP by Alienator, comes out July 7th. So not today, not the 4th of July, uh, but in just a couple days. So go order that 7-inch at ConvulsRecords.com. Check it. Swing over Peter Parker style to Closed Casket Activities. CloseCasketActivities.com. They got a couple things kind of sizzling on the the hot plate right now. Tom, why don't you start us off? Sure. Our buddies at Closed Casket have an exclusive color for the Converge, the Dusk and Us Deluxe reissue. Um, I think we, we, I mean, we've been around long enough for this record to have been out, like been new. <laughs> when, um, when you know, we discussed that this is probably my favorite of the latter day Converge records. This might be my like favorite post Jane Doe record of theirs. I feel as though um, that's a, uh, not a consensus, but a popular opinion. No, I like to go, I like to go Stephen A. every once in a while. Um, <laughs> I love this record. <clears throat> um, but they're reissuing it as a double LP. So there's some extra stuff. They had put out a seven inch um, right around the time that the LP came out with a song called Eve, which is legit one of the top five Converge songs. Um, so, yeah, it's a double LP. Uh, Closed Casket has a limited color of silver and black mixed vinyl limited to 307 copies. It's a gatefold printed on holographic mirror board. So if you're familiar with the artwork, it fucking works. It's awesome. Um, there's a 32-page booklet. And side C and D feature five tracks available for the first time on 12-inch. Some one of which is that song Eve, which is legit. I don't know, you, Pat or or Bob. I don't know. Have you listened to that song Eve? It's it's um, Nate sings on it. Interesting. I have no a lot of it. It's fucking great. It's slow, mm. but it's so catchy. Like you listen, to it, you're like, I'm gonna. I'm. It's unbelievable. It's like literally one of like top favorite, top five favorite converge songs, and it's on this record. It's gonna be on the 12 inch. So. Go cop Hell that yeah. at Close Cassidy. You better get it soon because, I mean, 307 yeah, of that's anything gonna Converge is going to be gone ASAP. That's also, okay. shout out, pulling the curtain back. Our our, our friends at Close Cassidy Activities are long-time, big-time Converge fans. I'd love to see this for them. That's cool. Um, and then I was going to recommend, I, I came in this, I was like, oh, yeah, Close Cascade's always got these banging records. What do they got now? And I was like, wait, you know what? A lot of times, these records sell out pretty quick. So they're going into second, third, fourth pressings. Y'all got to go get them. You haven't gotten the new incendiary yet. Go order it. It's going to be gone soon. Just saying. Just saying. That said, I was like, you know what we haven't done in a while? We haven't talked about the featured apparel, the apparel, the gear, the shirts that Closed Casket Activity does. Um, So we're going to do the little game where we're all going to fill our basket. Everybody pick a shirt. What are you getting? Okay, this makes me a poser because I've said on on this podcast that this band is too heavy for me, so I mm. can't really like. Uh, but the the end, no god, long sleeve is just a hard fucking shirt. So okay. I would I would wear, despite the fact that I just I support this band in principle, not in not like I'm blasting this record very often. Uh, I'm gonna keep the same energy, even though I think this band's good. It's not something I reach for very often. I'm getting the dead body exploding head t-shirt. You know why? Because if I was Kourtney Kardashian, I would see this hmm. shirt and go, oh, that shit looks hot and wear it just because it looks cool as hell. So the dead body exploding <laughs> head t-shirt. Good, good advocacy. Uh, Tom, what are you getting? I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to go for a band that I like, that mm-hmm. I listen to 
and it's not like a it's it's a cute shirt. It's flesh water, not here, duck. Um, I'm probably not reading. It. It's not here, duck T-shirt. But I'm like, I'm I'm imagining someone's like, not here, duck poop over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, um, like get out of here, up. Daisy. Not here, duck. Yeah. Right. It's got a uh, a rubber duck on the back and flesh water on the front, and I would I would totally rock that. You know who'd wear the shirt? Rihanna. Oh wow! Uh, Rihanna's did, a fleshwater duck shirt. You, you just Absolutely. Re- you just reminded me. Mm. Uh, did I tell the story of a friend? Clothescatechtvs dot com. Thank you, sponsors. Go ahead. A friend who uh, he, he he works in film. He hit me and he said, "Hey, do you have any friends in metal bands with cool logos? Uh, mm. That that's all we got. That would <laughs> that would give oh, give cool us cl- that would give us clearance for this movie." Uh, we need somebody in a metal shirt and, uh, we're on a time crunch, so we don't want to have to, you know, it we don't have, want to have to petition morbid angel or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, so, so do you have right. anybody that we can just get the approval from and their logo yeah. is cool? And the dead body shirt's pretty good, man. And I, I, uh, hit Colin and I said, uh, if this appeals to you, but I, I don't know what came of it, but, uh, they might be in. You might see a dead body shirt in a movie with uh, uh, one, that the lady from The Office. That's all I know about it. There's a lot of ladies from The Office. Yeah, I know. Listen, she's the. Uh, how do I describe an older heavyset lady, Tom? I don't know. Fuck it. Oh, <laughs> she's in movies. Yeah, she's. I guess she's in this movie. Listen, I don't know. I don't know much about Listen. it. <laughs> Listen, I've seen three. Colin, I apologize. Office. I don't fucking know. That. But. Uh, Whatever. Yeah, I, hopefully, I I was of some aid because it is a cool logo, cool cool band. I'm not so sure about the movie though. <laughs> what we're shitting on it because it's got the lady from the office, the heavy set, straight to VHS, lady. man. Come on. <laughs> what you know? What? The, listen, fucking Travolta was down and out for a minute. We all have our fucking it, it, careers. Don't work like that. It, it could be the best movie of all time. Maybe. All right. Quick question before we start: Is Pat yeah. going all? Is Pat going all? He's doing a little robot terminator, but I think I think it's going to clear itself up. So okay, we're going right. to we're going to go hold that. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, really quick before we get into anything. Um. Actually, uh, we might record a Patreon later behind the curtain again. Uh, and it had me thinking. I want to do a little thing about our two live shows that we did, and just talk about that. Um. One of the live shows we did was in Los Angeles at Sound and Fury. The other was he, right here, right here, New York City, uh, at St. Vitus, uh, a club that's been very supportive, helpful to us, uh, supportive to both your bands, and uh, I think yes. you guys have both performed there any number of times. Yeah, so, right I want to give a shout out to the St. Vitus book that they're doing, uh, known as the St. Vitus Bar book. St. Vitus hmm. Bar, the first 10 years, an oral and visual history by Nathaniel Shannon. Um, what I know about this book is that some of the photos I've seen look awesome. Uh, one that made Patrick look really cool. He looks cool in that picture, right, Tom? He does. I, I, and honestly, I was like, yo, was that picture taken 25 years ago? Jesus Christ. He looks Who's young. This kid? Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm thinking we order one for him, his, maybe his family, his significant other people who want to see him looking his best. Because he's looking good there. The coffee table. Right. Imagine you go like, hey, oh, hey, new mother and father-in-law. Here's me looking dapper in a coffee table book. 
That's right. So, I mean, so all, we're all it, everybody does, should... it underlines the pain of how spent and shitty I look now. <laughs> you can ask LeBron James. Father time is undefeated. Uh, so undefeated. Uh, you can go. There's a Kickstarter for this. Um, I think it's still going to be up for a little bit after you yeah, hear this. Yeah, a couple this. more weeks. Okay, cool. So go go support it. Um, it looks insane. Yeah, it, it looks really cool. Uh, if you've been paying attention to New York City and punk and hardcore music blah, 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 for the past 10 years, um, they've been intimately involved. Shout out to them. Shout out to the people behind it. Shout out to our buddy David. Shout out to uh, you know Nathaniel Shannon, everybody who's a part of this. We're psyched for you. Um, always cool. We're going to do a, a book thing about punk hardcore related ish books at some point because uh, there's like a lot that. of good ones out there there's a there lot really of are ones. yeah it's crazy how much cool shit has come out in the last like 10 years when yeah like, I, I think when I we think were younger the, it was only the rev book it was the it was the all ages rev book and you know honestly the stuff that's come out over the past 10 years is the more definitive um and very valuable books that have come out so we'll we'll, we'll dive on that at a point after now for now go get that same vitus bar book Whew, guys, how you doing? How you feeling? A million bucks. Four dollars. The year of the knife thing really put me in a weird mood. I know we talked about it at the top of this episode. We did it, you know, again, pulling back the curtain uh, to give a little space and respect to that before we get into our bullshit and hijinks. But, uh, you know, it sucks. I hate seeing it. Uh, once again, a reminder, go support their GoFundMe. Um as Patrick alluded to, we're going to talk about new music. We're going to talk about new hardcore. We talk a lot about the ideas and ways things hardcore are, da, da, da. And that's always fun. Like, we, we want to let you know, like, 95% of the time, this, these are very freewheeling conversations. And it will be here, too. Uh, but we like to also put a little highlight on the music um, just straight out. Uh, and I, I was thinking about it. There are bands with tracks right now. There yes. are. And it's just that there's such an immense block of music. There's just so much out there that it does feel like a wave crashing over your head sometimes. Um, so hopefully we can shine a light on some things from all different angles of hardcore that's going on, give you some reference points, and uh, point you in the right direction. How do you guys feel about that? Sounds delightful. I feel like a million bucks about it, Bob. There you go. Hell yeah. Uh, well, I'd rather have a million days with both of you. Oh. So, Would Patrick. You? Pat, name that band. Oh, I have no idea. Uh, what's going on here? Oh. Yeah, come on. Everybody says they want a million. But, oh, come on. Everyone listen to all. Including Pat. Good. That's some old man shit. But, you know. Is yeah. there any lame idea? Is oh, is there any good idea? Damn, I ruined I ruined my end of year uh, also, self also defense lame. family quote for the day. It's, it's okay. Is there any lame idea that good assholes won't steal? <laughs> Not that it seems. Patrick, you're starting us off. Give us some good new music. All right. oh, before well, we start, yes. One last thing. Yes, mm. I would just like to bring up. We we brought it up in the in the in the chat. It didn't really get a lot of traction. Mm. Mm. But the drug church song Weed Pin <laughs> happened in real life. Yeah, it did happen in real life. Thanks to everybody that's sending me that link. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it did. I was on Bob, a plane. Have you, uh, did you read that? Oh, yeah. I thought it was fantastic. I and it, it happened fantastic. in Troy, New York. Yeah. Where else could it happen? And fucking incredible. The guy was like, these alarms are annoying. I'm sure they were. 
and I'm fucked on, up I'm on his 20 side. years of Same. research. His side. We're with him. <laughs> That's what we've been about. Yeah. Mm. That's what he's underpaid. Motherfucker yeah. was annoyed. Yeah. Making like probably twelve dollars an hour. I mean, probably said and fuck he's you. annoyed. Yeah, yo, I'm with him. Twelve fifty an hour. <laughs> he probably did. Probably, he probably started a chemical fire. Uh, yo, I'm New Rome. Side. You know what I mean? That's just what it is. How we do it. In <laughs> I Rome. just thought that was so funny that it actually came to fruition in Troy, New York. Yes. Wait, uh, how do you, what is it? Rensselaer? Rensselaer, Rensselaer yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Hopefully, he, someone has probably sent him that song by now. Oh, uh, Patrick. Uh, uh, C-A-N-A-J C-A-N-A-J Harry. I Did I tell you that we got an email from a yokel who said your pronunciation of it was spot on? Oh, very nice. So I didn't want to poison the well on it. You did great. Good work. <laughs> Good work by you. Um, we're going to get out of being super local. But you know what? I'm going to throw something out here. Because uh, I'm seeing them on shows, the Albany band Cold Kiss I think is actually very good. Uh, Mashi, hard, but not so much in the not hard in the thudding thudding way that some of the hard bands can be. More in the Trapped Under Ice style. Um, really good, and I'm seeing them play Absolutely. more and more shows. So shout out to them. Uh, I'm curious to hear what new music they have. If you haven't checked it out, please do. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Uh, <clears throat> That that's our uh, uh, capital region uh, uh, roundup. Uh, <laughs> we've got Gold Kiss and uh, an RPI uh, science tragedy. Um, oh, also, you, are you familiar uh, with the adult porn star Randy West? Uh, no. Okay. Well, you're being replaced. Glad they're an adult, in- though. Yeah. But <laughs> go, go on. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, adult film star. I guess I should say yeah. it that way. Um, apparently, you're being replaced in end of year by him. That's no the, shit. the latest from Andrew. Yeah, you're done. Uh, okay. You know what? If, if if he brings some more eyes onto the project. Uh, Why not? But, you know what uh, I mean? It's a collaboration. Also, uh, RIP to the young man who uh, d- died in Albany. Uh, yes. What, last week? Um, <clears throat> Super sad. Uh, I think he was a 25-year-old man named Ben. Jesus. Uh, right. And he was shot. Yeah. Um, yo. Uh, we get heavy real quick here. Uh, that yeah, we sucks. Uh, but, but, That's but a listen, really sad he, story. He, pl- he played in bands. He was a, a member of community. Active. Uh, shows. Yeah, he was like friends with a lot of our mutual friends. Yeah. Uh, so um, I guess, uh, listen, if there's anything to be taken from this, it's, uh, you it, you know, you could say that life is very cold and unfair and cruel, and that that's all true. But I, th- I think the, uh, the more uh, positive message here is that uh, you can go at any time. And, uh, you know, to, to try to, uh, try to have good exchanges with, uh, your friends and family at all times, because, uh, you, you never know what that last time. And, uh, th- this is on my mind a lot lately. So the fact that we're coming up against so many, so much bad news is, uh, is, is weirdly right in line with, uh, some of the things I've been thinking about. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, RIP to that, to that young man, Ben, um, that, that is young. Uh, I, I don't want to sound. Like, I don't want to sound like a fucking old dude here, but that is fucking young and, and, and uh, very sad. Um, <clears throat> all right, all right, all right. Let's let's let's, uh, let's clear the air. Let's talk some new yeah, music. New music. Uh, all right, give it to us. You're starting us off, Patrick. Kick us all right, off. I'll start us off. I'm, I, so I'm going to be talking about a bunch of shit that's way outside my wheelhouse today. Uh, mm. And and uh, but but stuff I like to give a shot to everybody that thinks I'm kind of uh, you know I I like what I like. 
uh, one of the kids on this on this tour was saying, "I cannot figure out for the fucking life of me what what you're gonna like." But I don't think that's true. I think you two could figure out exactly what I'm gonna like, uh, like of any selection of music, you know? Yeah. And usually, hmm. usually I have a sound that I like, but you still got to be good at it. And more than that, you've got to have personality. And I want to talk about a band that plays a style that, uh, you know, some they've got three releases out, and some of it is in a style that makes total sense to me, and others, uh, some of it is not. But uh, it has personality. And that's spam caller, right? Mm, uh, good now, name. <laughs> good name. And here's the deal: that this is on my two checkout list. So please give it go in. So here's why it appealed to me. It, it appealed to me because I think the demo is like six minutes long. Uh, Feeling the, it. The follow up EP is maybe eight, <laughs> and then I think the new record. Hold on, let me click on that new record. The new record is. Oh my God. <laughs> the new record is definitely maybe under five. It's probably five and change maybe. Uh, and so you would think, Oh, this is super fast. Hardcore. Well, kind of, uh, the demo is, yeah, it's fast. Uh, imposter syndrome, which is the follow-up EP that I, it's my favorite of the material that they've released, uh, is not actually that fast. It's kind of, uh, uh, I mean, I don't know if I'd call it an experimental record, but, 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 but it's uh, it tries more things. Right. And, uh, uh, one of those things is a couple songs that I would describe as, you know, mid tempo for hardcore. And, mm. uh, I, I really like this one, the new rec, the new EP habituation. Uh, I don't like as much, but I like probably better than the demo. It's, uh, it goes fast at times for fucking sure. Uh, but also has some of the, uh, weirdo stuff that I liked on imposter syndrome. Mm. Uh, this is, this is well studied hardcore for lack of a better, you know, like it, like if you look at it, it's got the Mark McCoy aesthetic across all the EPs. It, it's one uh, of the, it, and by the way, calling card, he, he's great. And it drew me to it right away. A hundred percent. I mean, I think the art for that imposter syndrome is, fucking fantastic <laughs> the spine the spine of the uh, uh of the cassette F- fucking great yeah um so uh this is uh you know when somebody has entered the uh the upper levels of of understanding uh fast hardcore they have like it's obvious that they've got a great record collection and it's obvious mm. that they understand the, the 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 assignment and and the uh medium uh that's just what spam caller is so once, like, like I said, on imposter syndrome, they're like, yeah, let's let our hair down a little bit and do some, do some weird shit. And it pays off. Uh, I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, uh, unrelentingly aggressive for sure, but yeah. not grind. You, you know what I mean? Like no, deci- no, no. <laughs> decidedly not grind. Uh, and like I said, not even always fast. Like I thought, oh, okay, spam caller. It's it, it, like <laughs> the demos five minutes long and this has all got to be super fast but they're all over the place as a band and mm. uh i don't know i i just think this uh this would appeal to a lot of our listeners uh and i think it's worth checking out uh but i don't know where novato is that's in california somebody mm. you know you, you can look at a weird brand of shoes too novato's something oh, like that well, there you go um all right, yo, I, I loved what you said about the uh, – how would you frame it? Um, not well-learned 
uh, well studied. Kind of well studied. Yes, thank you. Uh, I feel like that's a recurring theme in a lot of the hardcore in 2023. Uh, whether it's the you know you can tell they're crate diggers, or if it's just people who got banging MP3 collections, you know, great great streams and know all the YouTube b- bookmarks. You know, um, I'm impressed. I think. That's one of the things that I have continued to see over and over with with bands, new bands of all shapes and sizes, you know. Uh, the band I want to highlight is a band we don't talk about very much, but that maybe we should. Um, there's going to be a lot of people who I'm talking about, Poison Ruin, who are like, yeah, they, didn't they just put out their LP on Relapse? Like, what are we talking about here? But this is potentially the best crusty-ish punk hardcore band going um mm. that is uh i have been given by very bona fide sources that they're significantly more impressive live than they are on record but i uh i've really been drawn to them i, I think the the thing that got me most in was the ep from last year the not today not tomorrow which i dare people um you should listen to this. Uh, the, unless you're only here for Turning Point and Wide Awake, then you might find something in this that you like. It's got hints of melody. It's that thrashing, dirty, fast punk, but completely anthemic. Uh, if you like Coxbar, you might like this. If you like Tragedy, you probably will like this, um, especially the song Not Today, Not Tomorrow. It's as punk anthem as a song I can think of of the last five years. Mm. Um, their LP Harvest just came out not long ago on Relapse. I think it's really good. Here's my big recommendation. Because of the style they play, it's noisy. It's not It's not fuzzed out or buzzsaw, but the vocals are low in the mix. So this record certainly... The EP less so. The Not Today, Not Tomorrow, I think, is you can just blast in your car, blast wherever. But if you give this headphones listen, you're going to get a lot more because the vocals are down in the mix. And I think it muddies it a little bit. But overall, I think this is one of the best bands going. And they've got quite a following. Like I think they're doing really well. It's just sort of a little left to center of our purview generally. And it's a band, every time I listen to it, I'm like, damn, this is really good. Why don't I? Why am I not pulling it more? And recently, I have found myself going back to it. So, um, I want to make sure people are checking out Poison Ruin, especially. And this is my my hand on the book testament here. Start with the Not Today, Not Tomorrow EP, because mm. that'll hook you in. And if you're not there, that's fine. But that's that's where I think you'll get cu- pulled into that band. Okay. I know nothing. I'll check it out. Tom, kick us. All right, I'm going to go to one. I got a bunch. I have one, two, three, four, five. I have like eight. Hell yeah. Or nine. I wrote them all down. Most of them are singles. Love it. Love it. Um, but a record that I've listened to a bunch recently that I really, really enjoy, I think it's um, War Records, World I Hate, Years mm. of Lead. Mm. I've been hearing a lot about this, but I have not listened yet. You'll love it. Okay. Vocally, I mean, sounds like Infest. Interesting. And, and he actually does. It's not how... Yeah. Uh, how I always got called out for anything fast is in fact, but it's like stompy. In fact, I, I okay. super fucking good, super good. Interesting. Believe okay. they're from Milwaukee. 
Oh, yes. This yes, this band is from Okay, so I know who this band is, but I haven't listened to this record yet. Okay. Records are fucking great. It's really good. I love like Pat was saying about personality. I love vocals with a personality. Mm-hmm. And this has a lot of personality. So so I want to shout out the Milwaukee thing because there's a few different things going on hardcore wise. I think there's a couple different scenes, but like uh, I know the band Big Laugh is from there. Um, there's a label, I believe, that's been doing some stuff. I, the name's escaping me right now. Um, but this World I Hate band has also been on my radar. I, it's, yeah, shout out. Shout out to Milwaukee because it's, you know, there was a few bands. I, I, I don't, I don't want to throw them all in there, but the Midwest has seen a big uptick. Um over the past 15 years, but it's interesting to see as those scenes evolve and what comes. Um, so I'm excited to check out this world. I hate record. That's awesome. Yeah, I think you'll dig it. It's uh, awesome. Oh, innuendo. That's the other band. That's the band. I love that demo, um, which is damn it. Why is the label escaping me? All right. I'm going to have to look it up, but um, we going snake draft. Yes. Yeah, snake draft. Give us another. Um, just came out. I think yesterday. Uh, Adrian, Summer's Beginning. It's a three-song EP that's coming out on Days. Oh, no yes. shit. I didn't even know that was – let me – Dude. Adding that to my list. Like, this is my metalcore. <laughs> Adrian Curry. like the sweet me. spot. Because <laughs> uh, I think Pat and I, a lot of times, like he likes he, – he veers a little tougher than I do oh, that's in so the metalcore. Cool. Oh, this is a great question. Okay, yeah, I, I'm not going to argue that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think he'll go for a little bit. Like, he'll veer into near beatdown territory. Yeah, I, I mean, I, th- I have a long conversation I mean, he's about beatdown beat soon. I want, I want a beatdown episode where we talk about the merits or lack thereof of beatdown. But we'll get to that another time. I, I, go you on. know what? I think Bob's out of town for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say no. You know what I was thinking of? I was like, I literally. Don't want to get a single email from somebody who claims to be a beatdown aficionado. We're good. We're good. <laughs> yeah, please. No, I, they don't have email. <laughs> um, You'd be surprised. But, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So this Adrian um, Summer's beginning. It's out on days, this your, and this is your metalcore, which is tell me about. Yes, it. I've, it's very late nineties, early aughts. Mm-hmm. It's got mosh parts, but it's got melody. Mm-hmm. Um, it does like. <laughs> The I don't know who was like the progen like this the the person who kind of started it, but like the talking parts oh, yeah. uh-huh. in orders. Um, so they have some of that, some good mosh lyrics are good, production's great, but not like too much. It sounds like a sounds like a record, and it doesn't sound like someone recorded something on like their MacBook. Yeah. Oh, very good. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, yo. Uh, the episode we do, maybe Patrick, we can throw these two in the blender. The uh, what's your metalcore into backed with uh, a Man, brief foray into beat down, yeah. A brief history of beat down. Um, uh, well, uh, I say this Patrick Hawking, uh, listen. <laughs> well, you know, there's like green room conversations. I had a green very room aware. conversation with uh, uh, some we get text messages after that because you get the ideas for this shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some, some band fellows when we were talking about, and some of them played in beatdown bands are very tight with the, you know, whatever. But that it was, is there any place for beatdown to go? 
You know what I mean? And it was kind of like a philosophical question about, about- I mean, I think it's inherent in it that there isn't. See, though, that so that was one of the arguments, but- uh, Or do you consider like a band like Jesus Peace Beatdown- That was part of the conversation. Because they've, they've added a lot to the mix. That was part of the conversation. Yeah, That's but a good question. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. But, uh, okay. Both, wow, so like a thinker. both getting we, tired of beatdown clubs and both playing in beatdown bands to start with something good, but some good things must end. Um, yeah. Uh, what were we going to talk about? Da, 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 da. Adrian. So, Adrian, that's days. I thought, do they also have something coming out on Triple B, too? Shout out to Days, Triple B, Streets of Hate, and Rebirth. And from within, uh, this weird little, uh, we'll call it label alliance. Yeah. That, um, you throw Scanlon in as the, the, uh, resident promoter are helping kick the tires of a lot of hardcore stuff moving around. I mean, you saw the lineup for the, for that comp, that, uh, fast shindiggy dig. Yeah. It looks good. No big deal. Mad ball and killing time and, confusion and mind and a bunch of, and, and then a bunch of current bands yeah it's yeah oh awesome. yeah shout out to them um oh the label i was thinking of was unlawful little assembly who i've talked about before a lot of milwaukee and uh wisconsin and etc bands so check that out if you like fast punk music um all right tom you just went patrick hit us up we're switching it up uh okay uh this is a this is a band, I'm going to be talking about a release, but uh, the band is one that Dookie uh, kind of is always pumping and pumped on the podcast, I'm pretty sure, which is Mexican Coke. But, yes. <laughs> uh, Mexican Coke has a split with Urn uh, mm-hmm. that uh, from earlier this year, but I had not I had not checked out. I checked out the Mexican Coke demo. Uh, but uh, this, I mean, look – does your hardcore not have enough songs about committing crime and uh, dying in a hail of gunfire when police come? Because there is a corner of hardcore that has you covered. <laughs> that is the Mexican Coke urn split, which is uh, a wild piece of, uh, of art. Uh, it, it is, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, uh, Talk uh, when you're whenever you're talking about not being taken alive, regardless of what the subject matter is, it could be not being taken alive by uh, cops, ATF agents, uh, uh, whoever. Uh, I'm probably God, life. yeah, I'm probably <laughs> game to listen. <laughs> so, like, uh, there's not five words you could say that would have a, a Patrick Kinlan ear perk faster than you're not taking me alive. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen. Like you're putting, uh, you're uh, like, what what's this about? What we got going on? So the, the urn we side saving some animals, you robbing a bank, <laughs> stealing <laughs> yeah, some yeah. some coleslaw. What we got? I'm in. A hundred percent. So it, here's the thing: the the it's a cassette, but let's say the side, the urn side of this uh, has uh, lines such as "Forever condemned to a life of, uh, to a life of shit, committing all the crimes for the hell of it." Right. And and, uh, also about how uh, when when I try to rob you and you fight back, you you deserve what you get. Right. (laughs) So so these are hard. This is hard content. And then the Mexican Coke side has lines like, uh, let's see, uh, 
the plan's gone to shit. Cops on the scene, faces to the ground before we're, we start taking knees. Um, so uh, this is uh, this is fun stuff, everybody. <laughs> this is uh, what I guess what I'm saying is here. Um, hardcore at the moment, I and I reflect on this a lot because I wonder if I have any responsibilities. You know, I am very mad at a. Uh, punk guy, I guess you could say alternative guy, whatever, uh, Steve Albini. We've talked about this, uh, mm. very mad at him. Like, I don't know the man and I'm mad at him. That's rare. It's and people that know me. I think that if you're mad at a person that doesn't know you, you're a fucking chump, but I'm, I'm mad. And the reason I'm mad is because this dude lost his edge, right? Like, uh, he mm, lost his, mm. he, he, he kind of lost the, the, the thing that made him, uh, a distinct artist. Uh, he's still a good artist, but he, he was a really unique artist and, and uh, he's lost it because he's old. Maybe his uh, testosterone's down. I couldn't account for it, whatever it is. Uh, maybe he got Jesus. I, I got no idea, but he he's uh, he's walked back a lot of the stuff in his, in his history that would be uh, offensive by 2023 standards. Right. And uh, is that, is that not permitted? Uh, it's. I mean, it's. He's legally allowed to do it, just not on Patrick's Nothing watch. Really wrong with that. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, Tom, here's what I would say. Uh, he built his career on giving his audience all the credit in the world, and now he's essentially given the audience zero credit. And I, I don't know if that's because he's scared, or, or because uh, uh, he, you know, maybe he legitimately feels that he said something wrong in the past. That's possible, but. Uh, to not give your audience any credit is just to me just low life shit. But anyway, uh, no, okay, I'm gonna be like uh, I, I, pretend yeah. I'm the producer in your earpiece right now. Okay, mm-hmm. good job, Patrick. Keep going on this bit about the Steve Albini. Can you also tie it into caping up for Fallout Boy? Go for it. I'm not caping for Fallout Boy. <laughs> I mean, I think I what think about, about falling in reverse. <laughs> uh, I, I'll be honest, I don't know any falling in reverse music, but uh, um, the Fallout Boy thing is they released a. Did you see this, Tom? Did you hear this? The, did you this? I haven't heard it then, but it's a we we didn't start the fire. Don't, don't listen. It's it's I'm so gonna, awful. It's so unbelievably like you start like it, Tom. You're an intelligent man. You start to question, like, what did I just do? Like, fourteen seconds in, you're like, "What am I doing? Oh my god, why Tom. did I spend it?" Well, now, Los Angeles Times, Fallout Boy updated Billy Joel's "We Didn't Start the Fire." Fans say it's unhinged. <laughs> it's it's really outrageous. Now, here's the thing: what Patrick is caping up, he's he's kind of going and, and like white knighting for Pete once. No, he's not. What he's caping for he's is legitimate and good. But I, I also wanted to be like, dude, let's just let let him let him die in the fire. I, I don't care. I don't care if the fire was started on undue means. The song is like torturous. Oh, Captain uh, Planet, Arab Spring, LA riots, Rodney King, deep fakes, earthquakes, Iceland volcano, okay, Oklahoma wait, City bomb, Carcobain, Pokemon, Tiger Woods, MySpace, Monsa- Monsanto, GMOs. Yes. Do you recognize what's wrong with it? Like, uh, like just from, I mean, a brain injury, I would imagine, <laughs> no, but, but <laughs> do, do you, here's, here's my problem. This is a fun song that Eric and I just update all the time. Like almost weekly, he, he will send me. I've seen you sing this into the microphone that wasn't plugged in when you were going through it on the couch. Yeah. Listen, I, I like this song and I think it's clever. And here's why the fallout boy version is not clever. Correct, Tom. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you noticed the lines that you just sang 
are not chronological in any way. So at no, at least Billy took you through like yes, yeah, that that's um, what made it um, clever. Metroid, that, that's the only Metroid thing that made it clever. was released in 1986, by the way. So uh, like, how do you have Bobbit John Boston bo- bombing Boston Marathon? Like, right. John Bobbit was like the 90s. That's what it was on. So like, he, fucking Howard Stern. So this is the problem: is that it's this is just word salad because it's not clever to just say words. It, it's it's right. what what made the Billy Joel version uh, smart was that it you could teach it in a history class, right? Like if you wanted to be the the fun history class teacher, you could look at each line and say, what was he, what was he referring to here? And, and it would be an interesting, fun walk through history. And mm. the fallout boy version does not have that now. No. And they also use Metroid because they couldn't find another way. And it's the most egregious to rhyme with George Floyd. See, this does so, not bother me. This does not bother yeah. me. And I'll, I'll say why that does not bother you. No. I mean, it bothers me because it's it, in It bothers me because Metroid was released in 1986. Not yes. 1989. Yes. That's why it bothers me. That's the only well, they reason. might be Metroid uh, it, prime, but, but oh but yeah. You, or yeah. Super Nintendo one. Um, here's, here's the problem is, is, you had people offended that that they would rhyme uh, like a national tragedy with something so trite as Metroid, but that's JFK also, blown away. What more? Yes, that's also what Billy Joel did. That's that's the conceit. That's another conceit of the song is that not not everything that not all history has the same weight, right? Like it's the, there are things that happen and they shape us, but but there is a difference between. Uh, you know, fucking the Cold War and, and uh, uh, Marilyn Monroe, right? There's a difference. A- and uh, both are culturally significant, but one had people wondering if they were going to live and die. So the, the, the point is, that's a bad rhyme because Metroid is completely uh, anachronistic here, unless we say right. Metroid Prime. But also, it's not such a culturally consuming thing that you would even need to no, mention. <laughs> no, correct. No, it's so, not Zelda. So yeah, I love Metroid. I know not everybody loves Metroid. What are we doing? So if there was a way to like, I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog, Mario, you could definitely mention those things in a, in the right song. I don't know how you'd rhyme them with George Floyd, but the, 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 the point is that Metroid is just not enough. And you're right. It's there because it rhymes with George Floyd. And this is important impossibly lazy writing <laughs> so well, i'm so part- excited for the next worst possible timeline where they fix what rhymes with george floyd for like an entire episode that'll be fantastic i'm sure there's something you know what i mean like if, i mean but he eric can't can write Boyd, i mean trite. whatever oh that's right <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> yeah tell him we see this as a violation he crossed, he, yeah he's crossing the picket line. Don't all right scab um, all right, so, so anyway, Fall Boy, uh, you're mad at you're mad at uh, what's his face? Steve Albini because he's walking stuff back. I just listened to yeah. a podcast with Bill Stevenson, who's uh, the uh, Krista makes a podcast, which is on our podcasting network. Mm. Yes, we are on the podcasting network. Mm. Um, and he 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 kind of walked back some of the lyrics in clean sheets. God, everybody, mm. come he's on! He's like, you know what? They don't really mean a lot to a guy that sleeps on the floor. It's well, because he slept whatever. at their practice space. And didn't there wasn't a shower there, and he was dating a girl who would let him come over and shower, and other stuff. Yeah. It seems okay. rough. Right. I don't think that's what. They, yeah, no, that's cool. Um, shout out to that's our podcast said. network. Shout out to our podcast network. I, Listen, I, I don't. 
if somebody, like I've said, if somebody individually wants to change lyrics when they perform them because they cringe when they sing their old lyrics, which we can imagine uh, Daryl from Glassjaw could, right? Like as a grown man to sing those lines. Spoiler alert. He refuses to. Refuses to change them or refuses to sing them? He refuses to change them. Oh, no shit. Well, listen. That's a fine decision in my view, but you would none of us would believe. You sound like R two D two. Is it really? No, 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 don't worry. Just no, no, don't worry. It, 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 we all record individual tracks, so it'll as yeah, long it as you can hear out. me, it'll be fine. Oh, weird. Okay, but yeah, he like when it when they were doing those album plays, people would be like, "Now might be the time," and he's like, "Nope, that's what the record is." Oh, uh, you know what? Listen, I respect that. I respect that. That's fine. It, my, it didn't affect people showing up right well as i've told you everybody that's listening to that anybody that's like still in the space that they were in what what year was that tom i'm the first record like probably like 2000 2000 yeah that's what i would think uh if you're still in that headspace this long after you're probably deranged right but you could certainly remember the time that you were in there and it's not going to kill you so I don't mind him continuing to sing this. This is a topic you and I have gone back and forth on. I don't mind him continuing to sing that, but I also wouldn't mind if he was just like, hey, everybody, I'm going to hit this one a little bit. I different was 19. And, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be honest, it's pretty fucking cringe <laughs> to be calling women whores up here. <laughs> but it, it's uh, either one's fine. Let's give the audience some credit. Uh, Fallout Boy, Bill let's Stevenson give, talked let's give about no credit. No credit. Bill Stevenson talked about Steve Albini. Totally unrelated. So that's mm. it all tied back because he was like he was referring to something about him being an audio engineer or uh, an yeah an audio engineer, and he's like Steve Albini said the only real ta- the only real thing you need to be an audio audio engineer is the audacity to refer to yourself as an audio engineer. Yeah, well that's true. I mean, the hardcore and, uh, yeah. has plenty of proof of that. Um, so new hardcore. New hardcore. Uh, this Mexican Coke shit is for real. Uh, it is uh, decidedly a different perspective than you're getting from uh, a lot of hardcore, and it is uh, legitimately challenging in the respect that uh, he uh, stalks around on stage with a sawed-off shotgun and gets banned from venues. <laughs> yeah, I heard the shows are wild, which I kind of love. So it's like the, the like the there was Bob will know the band names better, but like all the Japanese bands from like the eighties. Oh yeah, like Gauze and Gizm. Yeah, it's like oh that guy has a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so, so they're bringing me, it back. And uh, everybody, listen to this and tell me if you think it's punk or hardcore because I think it's so interesting that kids uh, think that anything with a punk beat, even if it has all the trappings of hardcore, like every single one, is still punk. Uh, likewise, uh, if somebody's wearing a leather jacket, people assume or, everything. Punk. Every, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I mean, punk. most stuff that's called punk in 2023, whatever year this is, is uh, quite often hardcore. You know what I mean? Yeah, Sonically. I mean, so, this, to, me, this is, to me, this is fucking hardcore, but uh, listen, make up your own mind. Uh, Mexican Coke and The Urn, both worth uh, checking out. Boom. Okay, I'm going to do two. I'm going to snake draft this. Uh, snake it. Yo, um, I think long time we have been fans. Long time we have been fans of Dead Heat. Yes, that's on my list. I'm gonna take it off. Well, here you go. Please, collabo. Um, I have thought they've put out really good records, but I've been waiting. I don't know if this happens to other people. We're like, man, this band's good. This isn't the record. This isn't my record yet. This isn't the one for me yet. Like mm-hmm. they're close, a couple songs. Uh, 
Shout out to my friends who really love their White Lion ripoff song. Um, I think off the last LP. Um, <laughs> yo, uh, they got a new one coming out. <clears throat> the single that they dropped before, I think the LP is going to be called Endless Torment. Uh, they dropped a single called Eyes of the Real. Um, <coughs> by my estimation, these two songs are their best songs yet. Yeah, they rip. Yes. Uh, mm. They've kind of clued it, like clued. They've really tightened it. Cued in. Yes, exactly. Tightened yeah. up. It is, we're getting to the point where bands are masterclassing the mix of thrash, punk, and hardcore, like thrash metal, punk, and hardcore. And like the thing about Dead Heat is that they are unabashed about some of their metal influences. They take, and I think this is the best part. I, I really, you know, I was actually talking about it with a homie the other day about why Allison Chains is so great. Allison Chains essentially is a fucking dirt heavy metal LA drug heavy metal, like hair metal guy in a grunge sweater. Like imagine the the wolf in sheep clothes. Allison Chains has so much swag and rip from the hair metal scene. Oh yeah. They just apply it under a dirtier, heavier lens that it's almost perfect. Like it's so good. Like if you haven't listened to Allison Chains in a while and maybe you're like, I don't know, Allison Chains is it good? Is it great? Maybe you really do like it, but you're like the hair metal, listen to it and pretend that they're guns and fucking roses. Mm. Uh, <laughs> they are guns and roses to guns and roses as, as guns and roses was to the rest of the hair metal scene. They are to guns and roses. Um, facelift and dirt yeah harder yeah oh 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 um okay so so that that he uh i think pulls from all aspects of metal uh maybe not too much on the death metal side but we got a lot of other hardcore doing that right now um they just are really good and i'm excited for this lp and if i'm being real their first two were really good and i was like these are good thrash hardcore you know blender records i like them Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now I'm excited. So shout out to them. Uh, I can't wait for it. Uh, this, my, my second pick here is uh, my favorite record of the year so far, full stop. Um, it is the Lethal's Hardcore Hit Parade by Lethal, the band's from New York City. Um, it is urgent. It is twisted. It reminds me of the Citizen's Arrest 7-inch. Uh, ripping uh, gets the comparisons to Crucifix, Sacrilege. Um, I think that's, that's accurate. There's one other more modern reference. There's touches of it that remind me of like the Talk is Poison material. Um, touches that remind me of One Word Death Threat. It just is goes free to throw from the first song. I, I can't recommend this enough. It's my favorite record of the year so far. Seven wow. came out on 11 p.m. records, who, just speaking broadly, uh, 
put out almost exclusively great stuff. So go order all their shit. Um, yeah, I, I love this record and I am actively trying to go see them, uh, which is rare because I'm 455 years old. So, uh, I, I just think it's, it's really good. It's got the things I want from, from fucking punk and hardcore, especially now it's, dirty ugly and it makes me feel so it makes me it, it's it's angry music and you can really feel it but um yeah just awesome i, I can't recommend it enough mm. pk all right, all right you up it's me again okay uh Ooh, Tom, baby, I, it's just me i don't know if you talked i don't know if you've talked about this one it, it, it maybe not because it's pretty new this this came out in april everybody when, when we're talking about new music i'm talking about shit that could be as from the beginning of this fucking year i'm behind on all this shit um you familiar with this band land lost no no this is a tacoma washington band that describes themselves as native hardcore and it is uh it's it's like VFW mosh, New York hardcore, uh, heavy hardcore, uh, all with the perspective of uh, like this is Indian land hardcore. Fuck you, uh, Ooh, like and, and it is uh, so the the demo. I don't. I think is very nearly there. I just think that they got to give the singer some real time in the booth. Uh, it, like it's like everything sounds pretty heavy. And then in my feeling, he is like layered on in a way that just like it, it this just needed, I mean, it's a demo, so we're going to let it live, but it is, uh, when we're talking about perspectives, you know what I mean? Like when we're talking about like, uh, maybe something that adds to the, to the hardcore conversation, uh, Songs, songs like FBI's Most Wanted, which opens with. Hold on. My ear as I as I listen. FBI's Most Fucking Wanted. Okay. Speak into the microphone, brother. And then, hold on. This is like a not a it's not a real song. It's like a stomp. You know what I mean? Uh, 2023 style motherfucker. <laughs> uh, this one's for the Indians. I think he said uh, Tacoma hardcore, move it or fucking lose it. Uh, and then it's, you know, stomp. <laughs> it's a stomp part. But Tacoma, the, Tacoma's got a lot of shit going on. Yeah, they do. Uh, vocal, vocals, vocals are of like a, uh, you could assign it a New York quality. Uh, the music is, uh, uh, when I say heavy hardcore, I don't mean super current heavy hardcore it's a little throwback but it's not um i don't know it, it, like this is recognizably hardcore to everybody in our listenership it's not going to be fast enough for some uh but i i thought it was like 100 percent worth checking out hell yeah tom kick it all right yeah i'm you know what i'll if ever, uh we'll put together like a little playlist of these mm, please on do. the old spotify mm. um so if you guys want to send me your hits from each thing that you guys have mentioned, we'll do. I'm happy to put it together. Um, so. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I think this will count for two. So, um, our buddies over at New Morality Zine, mm. um, low key doing a ton of crazy stuff and signing a lot of great bands. And um, his two newest things that I really like, they both have two song singles out. 
Um, one I think we spoke about already, but um, they put out a new single, um, a band called Stateside. Mm. Um, they have a two-song single um, that's out now. Uh, very melodic hardcore. Melodic hardcore is coming back. Yeah, there's there's a there's a little a lot of it. Yeah, there's like I won't allow it. it. There's a lane of it. I want to see what what rises to the top. Yeah, I haven't heard the stateside band yet. I'm curious. I like the name. I mean, it's named it's named after the crime stereo. stereo. So I mean, you can't go wrong. Who does? I love crime stereo, so it works. And then his um, another band from Canada that he's putting out band called Mile End. Mm. They have two songs up. Pat and Bob, I think you both would like this because their main thing that they're citing as their uh, biggest influence, Threadbare. Oh, really? Interesting. Really young, interesting. Young, bunch of young folks from Brampton, I think. Brampton. And like literally, you know, they're like for fans of Threadbare. <laughs> Fuck. Goated. I'm in. Goated. I'm in. Goated. Let's yeah. go. I mean, if if a twenty two year old wants to fucking copy Threadbare, we're all on board. One hundred percent. You don't hear that yeah. often. Yeah. So they're both, you know, on streaming. You can go check it out. Um, but yeah, dope. I was like, th- when Nick was telling me about, it, I'm like Threadbare. Yeah. Uh, keep Are they real- all thirty nine? <laughs> Yo, shout out to Numerality Zine. Uh, we've been seeing you, obviously a homie of the podcast in general, but specifically Tom. Um, yeah. I have an idea because he's been busy, and we need to. Uh, I want to put a little Super spotlight busy. spotlight it's on what he's awesome. got going on. Yeah, shout out. I know he's got that bent blue sunstroke split seven inch coming out too soon. He's got a lot of going on. So um he stays busy and he's a teacher. I know. Um all right, who's up? Patrick's up. Uh, no, you go you going for two, Tom? Does that count as two or do you want me to I'll do no, another go one? Go for another one. Give us another. Um another thing that we we had proclaimed dead. Uh-oh. That I think is coming back a little bit, mm. a little bit. Um, a split twelve inch coming out with um, time heist from Denver, and without love, I think from California. I could be making that up. Very early two thousands EVR youth crew. Okay. Remember how we talked about like youth crew about like, in my eyes having that sort of like that sound that was very them. Uh huh. Yeah. Like production wise and musically, that's what this is like. Both vocals are a little bit more, like, well, not a little bit, a lot more melodic. Um, definitely has some vibes of the redacted band from Seattle that everyone liked and they don't exist anymore. Um, sure. If everyone gets what I'm saying, champion. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to say that, but sure. Well, I, I said uh, it so you didn't have to. <laughs> thank you. I was like, redacted. I would, you know, I like radio it. edit. Um, but yeah, if you like that sort of like faster hardcore, but with some melody, but it's not pop punk. It's very youth crew adjacent. Time heist without love, putting out a split twelve inch. Um, they have a song as a sampler up now, a song from each band, um, and it rips. Mm. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, I got I got four more, so I don't know how much you guys got, but yeah, I got I got a couple more. Let's do yeah, this. Good. PK, you got one. Yeah, I'm r- running out, but uh, yeah, we go, we go. A uh, a band that we played one of their songs recently, and I toured with recently. I uh, I just want to make sure that Gum is getting the attention that they deserve. Uh, this band is to me super interesting because I don't know what to expect from Chattanooga. You know, uh, I I don't I don't know what goes on there. 
but I'll be honest. I don't know if I expected something that uh, so deftly mixes influences. Uh, like I won't give any names, but on tour, somebody backstage said, uh, I recognize this is good, but I don't get it. And I, and I said, how do you mean? And they said, what's it going for? And I said, I think that's the beauty of it. Right. Is that, uh, I hear, uh, you know, I hear stuff like touche in it. Right. But then I also hear, uh, like very dyed in the wool hardcore. And then I hear these influences that might be really hard to put a finger on in any respect because they're in essence, like garage or just straight up rock influences. And if that sounds unappealing to you, then uh, shut the fuck up and, and listen to this because it, it's, uh, I, I don't know. I, I find this just uh, very fearless and, and not that you have anything to fear from, you know, it's not like you're fucking getting beheaded by ISIS, but it, I'm saying like, it, it's a, a lot of times we, we play it safe in hardcore. Right. And we might borrow from a, uh, a genre slightly adjacent to the one that we play. Right. But, but it's rare mm. that we go far afield and, Gum is pulling from every fucking which direction here. You know what I mean? Like there might be some modern lovers parts on this. Like it, 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 it's just, I, I think it's, uh, I think it's like the type of thing that you would hope for. No disrespect to the Chattanooga people. It's the type of thing you would hope for from like kids banging around in isolation. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I, it, that's what you want to come out of scenes that are kind of between stops. Right. You, 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 we've kind of no names, but we've kind of been, um, there's scenes that, that are always behind. They're just always fucking behind by like three years. And it, and it's, it's always reads as like unfortunate that, uh, cause it's, you weren't on the wave and now you, now it, your band is not going to, even if it does the style better, it's not going to get the recognition because sure. You just, you weren't first to the spot. Yeah, you arrived late. Uh, and that happens sometimes in between between tour stop uh, cities. But what you hope for from between tour stop cities and has happened many times in the past is you, you get kind of a confluence of, of styles that, you know, like MS paint would be a good example, right? Like, right. Yeah, you, absolutely. You, you get a, uh, a, a, just a mix of things because, Hey, the five guys that you can assemble, you know what I mean? Guys used loosely, whatever the fuck, uh, is they got every which influence because there's not that many people in town that want to play music. You That's know? right. So, so it, when you mix it all up, you, you get something uh, uh, quite interesting. And uh, that new gum record, like I said, we've, we, we played a song, so you know, don't think we're shilling here. I just think no. this is really worth fucking checking out. Yeah, shout out. I think that record's got a lot going on, and it's very interesting. And I say that in the most flattering way. Uh, I think it's, you know, <clears throat> there's good and there's interesting, and sometimes they're not the same, and sometimes mm. they don't cross the wires, but I think this one does. So um, definitely deserving of time and attention. I can't believe, I think I'm about to bring up the heaviest record in this conversation. Um and I'm sort of surprised by that. Um, and I got to go into it by being honest. Like, this wasn't something I 
was expecting to like, but it's been on my radar long enough that I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta hear what this is about and actually see if I can confirm my uh, assumptions. Uh, and I disproved them. Um, I think you both are familiar with the band Terrena, uh, California band, Oxnard band. Shout out Nardcore. Yes. Um, did part of that drain tour, I believe, the very first leg. <sighs> Without hearing them. My assumption was it's going to be too heavy for me. Why? California, some of the art, the name, the logo. I'm like, this is going to be hard in the thud, thud way. Um, You know, it's hard. This is hard music. Uh, Some metallic parts. But if I'm being real, this is not a million miles from... This is closer to TUI, No Warning, Madball, Marauder than Beatdown. 100%. Uh, it's fast enough, has a lot that moves. Some songs don't even have the stop mosh, you know what I mean? Um, but it's very moshy. Uh, the, the EP is called Evil Eyes. And I had put it off thinking this is going to be maybe not Beatdown, but in the bucket of bands that I consider too heavy for me. And it's not that it's pretty good. So, um, a lot of personality in the vocals, which I always think helps pull these bands, uh, apart, uh, you know, separates the good from the just okay. Um, and so I was kind of, I was, I was intrigued by it. It's got some little bit of underpinnings of, of, uh, like it's not thrash metal guitar leads, but we are living in this post power chip, post dead heat world where you get a little bit of that in in the DNA. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought this was a cool band, and I'm now curious, though stylistically it's not hitting exactly what I want, I'm really curious to see what they do next, and I'll be checking it out. And I think people who like heavier hardcore, this is a no-brainer. Um, this is a band who I could see going big in California. So. Mm. Uh, my only input on that is definitely heavy, but not heavy in that like beatdown way. You know what I mean? No, but you could definitely be of the beatdown. You could have a beatdown. Oh down yeah, you could. You this could have a beatdown. Beat this is a beatdown kid's favorite. This is a this yes. is a beatdown kid being like, oh, I like hardcore, like Terrena, and it's like, well, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm with that. Um, oh, and then my my other, and this will be my last one actually. Uh, we shouted out in the ad reads. You know, we're being straight on these ad reads. We're not dickheads. Um, if you think we are just shilling, we might just be shilling. You, you'll you'll tell when we're just shilling. Uh, the caveman demo is good. <laughs> it's a good demo. Um, when I first went into it, I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be a little noisier. It's going to be it's it's dirty, uh, but this is straight up hardcore if it, rival mob for example hardcore for the hardcore right but pretty broad appeal for a fast hardcore band i'd sure. say that uh this falls in that level like i think it's perhaps more widely accessible as far as a fast gnarly dirty hardcore punk band than even spy like this is a great demo they may or may not be commingled i I know that they're also a bay area band but the caveman demo is awesome uh everybody should go get that it's gonna sell out it's gonna be one of those tapes people are trying to get so 
um, go get it now. That's a really good demo. Um, got elements of it that make you realize like these guys are more tuneful than they lit on. There's, I'm not going to say rock and parts, but to me, I was like, okay, if you like regional justice center, you could be into this. If you like rival mob, you could be into this. If you like restraining order, you like spy, obvious, this is a no brainer. Um, if you like mind eraser, you could be into this, but it's not power violence. I, I want to make that clear. This is just fast, hardcore. Um, if you like the youth attack catalog, I think I, I saw someone somewhere saying like, Oh, this is kind of reminds me of hoax or something. I was like, all right, all right, all right. Um, so check out that caveman demo. It's awesome. Okay. Pat, you got one more. Are we kicking it over to Tom? I think we're going to kick it over to Tom. I, I, uh, let me see if I have anything else. Do I have it? Uh, oh, hold on. Let me see if this is recent or not. Uh, not hold on. Did did we lose Tom? No, I'm here. Okay. I'm just muted. Okay. Um, hold on one sec. Uh, let's see if this is. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> okay. 2017. No, no, no. This is just. Uh, that's not what I would have expected. Let me make sure I got my facts straight. Go go over to Tom. 2017. This- I love that. Tom, no, Tom no, give no. us one, and then we'll see if Patrick's got one, and you can close this out. Sure. Um, I think we talked about – I talked about this, but I think it might have been on a Patreon, but I wanted to give them some mainline love. Mm. Um, we talked about that band Overexposure. Mm. Yep. Yep. California, Strive to Survive EP. Bob and I, especially, I don't think Pat is a fan of all things Eric Ozen. Yep. Um, and this is very, if you like Redemption 87, if you like fucking um, Nerve Agents. Nerve Agents, Jesus. I, I, can, I was like, I'm picturing the cover. I've seen them at CB's. Yeah. yeah. What's the name? <laughs> um, I think you'd be into this. It's like that style of hardcore. Uh, vocals are reminiscent of of Eric O, who um, was a vastly underrated vocalist and, and singer and front person. Yep, all of the above. You know what I mean? I think like if if you were lucky enough to, or if you're 900 like the rest of us, and you got to see Redemption 87, or or you know, I, I he, he unbelievable, unbelievable. And the Nerve Agents also like, incredible band, um, but this is similar so if that's something that is of interest to you you should check it out it's on streaming um yeah the ep is called strive to survive and it's funny because i was looking at it today listening to it and it's like if you were like if you just saw this in a record store you would not think what i just described to you is on this record because mm. it's like or if, pat if i told you the band's called overexposure the record's called strive to survive and it's kind of just has like a like a like a face on the cover. Okay. Like uh, I would assume uh, in my eyes sort of stuff. Oh, I wouldn't even go. I, yeah. I mean, that's, that's close. You know, that's probably closer to what it is, but like, if you looked at it, you would not expect this. To, uh, no, I, I yeah. co-sign. I don't, I don't think uh, this wouldn't, the right, it's like a set of eyes mm-hmm. with like overexposure over it, like on, on top, strive to survive below it. And like, I like uh, just a set of eyes. Like the eye region of somebody's face. Yeah. The, like you'd be like, oh, this is like Mosh. And and yeah. Tom shared this in the chat and I was very impressed with it. So shout out to this. Um, PK, what do you got? No, my thing's from last year. Fuck me. 
Um, you fucking old bastard. Yeah, Sorry. fuck me. Fuck me. Um, I, I was, and, and I don't love it. I, and, but I'm just, I just looked it up and I was, I was like, oh, but I'll suggest it because it's kind of interesting that this exists. Uh, did we talk about this band clear cut? Mm, not to my memory. It's, it's like properly, um, like not vegan metal, but vegan. Uh, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, earth crisis inspired catalyst records sort of stuff. You, do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's very much that. And I was like, I don't know anything about this band. And then I went and looked it up and it's members of heaven shall burn doing like raid. Do you know? <laughs> so, wow. So it's just a, uh, also I looked at that overexposure thing. It's not what I was picturing when you described it. And no, I would not assume that that's uh, what it is. Um, but it's a, uh, so I, 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 you know, I'm very critical of, of this sort of stuff because this is, this is what I like a lot. So it to, to fall into the space of what I like is, is not easy. It's like, you know, but, um, it is, uh, uh it, it's worthy, right? It's, it's good at what it is. It's just almost too much of what it is. Uh, so give it a listen. Uh, this, the song is called, uh, uh, songs of Ar- of desire armed right and uh it's it's i mean it's fucking as advertised <laughs> i mean it is on catalyst records i didn't think catalyst records was a thing anymore oh, but it is go. and there you go it, it, it's uh these songs are dedicated to the vegan straight edge the anarchists the anti-fascists the feminists the primitivists and the indigenous peoples of the world and the defenders of the earth it's a lot of different people to dedicate it to. Patrick <laughs> collected so many of those boxes. He's like, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite a few of those. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It, it's worth checking out. I fell down a hole of uh, new Krishna music and new uh, uh, vegan metal. And uh, it's not all good, but it's all interesting that it exists. So uh, give it a go if you choose. Tom, there you go. bring us home. All right, I'm bringing us home with two. Hell yeah. Um, one of which we spoke about on this very podcast. And again, like Pop was saying about being shills and all that sort of stuff, listed this record a bunch over the past week. And it's when we were talking about like nowadays, anything like sort of one style of hardcore is called punk just because genres don't mean anything anymore. It's mm, just sure. one gelatinous pile of stuff. Yeah, we're in, we're in posi- positionless hardcore at this point. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like a seven foot two guy that can run the point, like run point guard. It's whatever. doesn't yep. matter anymore. That's right. Um, everyone is, uh, every hardcore band is Draymond Green. Um, <laughs> right. That's, that Destiny Bond Be My Vengeance record is fucking awesome. Really good, right? Really good. Really good. Really good. And not what you would think. No, no. Uh, I really, really dig it. Um, Denver hardcore. Denver's doing a lot of cool shit too. It's mm. there's so much like so many scenes. Scenes more recently are like having like these resurrections. Yeah, like Boise is a is a place that people are like factoring in to their tours. That's fucking awesome. Nuggets and Chattanooga, Hattiesburg, like it's yeah. fucking great. Um, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Milwaukee's a you know what I mean, and like you know. And people travel, which is beautiful. So you play Chicago on a Friday or Saturday, and then you play Milwaukee or somewhere around there on Sunday, and people come from Chicago. It's great. Um, 
but yeah, this that record's awesome. Um, and then the final, it's a single that I wanted to bring up. A band that I think we've talked about here before. Um, final Gasp. Mm. Yo, thank you. This was on my list. Dude. So it's funny. Like we've talked about this before. They had an EP or an LP on 12 inch EP on triple B that made one of my favorite records of that year. Whatever year that was. It's awesome. It's fucking whenever I try to sell it to somebody, they're like, what does it sound like? I'm like, it sounds like odd Danzig band. Not like any of them in particular. Right. But it sounds like a band that Danzig would have sang for. And he sounds like Danzig a little bit. Mm, Yes. It's new single. So they have a record coming out on, on relapse a new album coming out on relapse in September, but this new single is kind of kind of leaning into the more gothy parts of, he sounds a little bit less like Danzig. Yep. But he still kind of croons and it's got like keyboards. I it's, it's heavy. Um, What's the I'm name of the new super, record? Do we have it? In, by hand? Yes. The, the, the single is called morning moon. Yes. And the album is called. Um, wait a minute. I think it's. I think uh, oh, because I it's, a, it's also record. called Morning Moon. That's what I thought. Yeah, September twenty um, second. The LP follows their twenty twenty one haunting whisper EP. A couple of twenty twenty two songs, Homebound and the Girl Who Lives on Heaven Hill. Yeah, uh, everyone um, should go order this. It's on Relapse. There's a limited version that's probably going fast. I got it uh, because I love this band and I'm excited for this. Tom, I was going to pitch this to you because I was also struggling with the like, ooh, how do I describe this? And even more so, how do I describe the new song compared to the old material? You know? Yeah. So to me, it's it's like if after Danzig won, they were like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to modernize it a bit, but also show some interest in post-punk. Um, and and gothy punk, those two things that are different things, because it's not it's not like yo. There's a lot of good post punk out there right now. Um, it's not post punk, but there's hints of that. It's not fully goth punk to me either, but there's hints of that. Yeah, just the way that the EP was sort of like, well, it's like Danzig, but then also strained through hardcore. And an awareness of like current music, Metal, it's like everything. The, yeah, the, it's it's really good. This is a band who, I don't know, I don't I, it. It could go big. It could just be one of these little blips. You know, um, this is going to be a weird comparison because sonically these bands couldn't be further apart. But uh, the band Polar Bear Club had quite a long run and did pretty damn well. But if you ask someone like me. I thought their first EP was brilliant, really good, kind of doing its own thing, finding a weird groove between what was going on in the mid-aughts of like post-lifetime saves the day, pop punk influenced hardcore and hot water music and did this cool, weird thing. Um, And then none of their subsequent material really hit me the way that first EP did. Mm. Final Gasp could have that energy, but this, this single is really promising, and I'm really hopeful for it. I, I think uh, it could really take on as long as people clue into it. I think the band's been uh, pushing at it, and um, shout out. I, I think it's really cool, and, and the dude right. can They're really sing. Tour. Yeah, really, really sing. They're on tour 
all, from starting July seventh in Philly, all the way through August fifth in in at TVI in New York. So they're literally playing everywhere. Hell yeah! So go fucking see them. They're playing in Moscow, Idaho. Very Yo, nice. I love it. I heard there's some hot springs nearby. Go, go float them. Um, yeah. All right, yo, uh, hit us with your new music stuff. Share some music. Uh, get out there. Um, do for self. Oh, wow. 